This episode is sponsored by Flex Social Agency. Hey everyone, it's officially legit. Episode 30, out here, old shit, we <laughs> out here, ready for you. Did you think that we would make it to 30 episodes? Um, I had no expectations, like I said, going in for like, I mean, it's kind of cool that we made it to 30 consistently the way that we have. It's pretty tight. I agree. I agree. I mean, I always knew that we were going to make it, so, you know. <laughs> No, I mean, because I, I have faith in us. I, I, no, I'm not saying I had. I didn't. I don't have any doubt that we would have made it. It's just like I will. I'm not out here thinking. Okay, we're gonna get to a hundred. Like you know what I mean. Like I, we're just going. We are gonna get to a hundred. We might get to a, a thousand. Who knows? Well, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's, that's a lot thousand. of weeks. <laughs> that's a lot of weeks. That's kind of intense. <laughs> but you know what's going on. You know what it is. It's your boy Wilson, aka There's Goku and Vegeta, Kobe and Shaq. Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld and Kat and Wilson. 30 episodes later and you can already call us the motherfucking goats. AKA The Weeknd and Arctic Monkeys are dropping albums in the next few weeks. I'm so ready to get in my feelings. AKA Here's a fun fact about me. The episode of Dexter's Laboratory when he kept saying omelette ou fromage is the reason why I took three years of French in high school. AKA Puro Salvaje. No me importa si tiene problema, compadre. Si te caigo mal, mama me la yema. AKA, respecting women 24-7. Don't mean, don't let me catch you slipping. And this is Kat, AKA, <clears throat> AKA, can someone out there please help us out uh, and help us put together a trampoline? Matt and I have had this thing for years. We don't trust ourselves to put it together. So um, whoever volunteers has to test it out first, though. So. AKA, in case you're wondering how I'm doing in St. Pete, yes, we moved in this weekend. Uh, I live within walking distance of Cronuts, which is croissant slash donut, but like together. And before today, I had never even had one, and now I can eat a Cronut every day if I want to. So yeah. AKA, shout out to Crunch Fitness for making canceling my membership today the easiest part of moving out. Kind of makes me feel bad for canceling and also not working out there. AKA, this is, <laughs> I don't know if I should do this, but I'm just going to do it. And there's nothing that Wilson can do to stop me. Um, I tell my hose, hold it up, bring it down, bag it up, pack it up, pack it up, pack it up. Pack it up. All my um, intros are moving in <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> Don't you wish that I just ended it on Filipina Colada instead? You know. Pack it up, pack it up, pack it up. <laughs> before we started recording, Kat asked me if she should end it with she could end it with Filipina Colada again. And I said, no, you know what? No, don't don't end it with Filipina Colada. But I regret my me saying that already. Um, that was the most responsible yet cringeworthy intro Kat has had yet. So shout out to her. I just, that song's so great because you can apply it to things outside of a strip club. You know, literally raking leaves up. 
Could you imagine? Okay, it is no coincidence that that song "Rake It Up" by Nicki Minaj came out during the fall time. You know what I mean? When everyone is raking it up, and now I'm just trying to apply music to my own life, but apply, but it's about moving. So gotcha. hold it up, bring it down, bag it up, pack it up, pack it up, pack it up. Let's keep that in mind. If somebody requests us doing a fall themed playlist or a moving playlist <laughs> or a moving playlist yeah we'll make sure to add that song as a as the intro of the playlist it will just be me 30 30 times in a row going pack it up pack it up pack it up, pack it up. <laughs> for four <laughs> minutes yeah um i don't know how that will do but so, how was your week no well, i guess gonna i should start about, first right we're gonna talk about your week because i feel like right now a lot of the spotlight's on me so it's only fair if i share it with you I'm bit. glad you feel that way. You should always feel that way. <laughs> um, well, I mean, my week is better than last week, that's for sure. Um, I had to, you know, for those of you that didn't hear last week's episode or just, like, skipped over that, I had a pretty shitty week last week. Um, I had to deal with the, the repercussions of that week, this whole week. So, um, yeah, on Tuesday, I had a Wi-Fi funeral show at West Palm Beach. Um it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It was his birthday. Um, he he has his hometown. Um, it's my first time doing like working the show out there, but um, yeah, a lot of kids showed up like last minute, like super last minute to go see, to go see him. Um, I you know with me it being my first time there, I needed to make sure that you know shit was running good, so I was working the door. Um, really? And yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like a lot of these desperate kids trying to get in without any money. What do you mean by kids? Um, like how old are they? I would say the the average demo was like sixteen, seventeen years. Oh. Yeah. Um so uh the, this this group of girls come up, right? They come to the door and they're like, I'm on the guest list. Now I have a guest list, right? But it's like only like four people on it and they're all dudes, right, on the guest list. Mm-hmm. So um I'm like, I don't think so, but I'll check anyways, right? And uh, she was like, the girl was like, uh, I'm on X's guest list, talking about Tentacion, right? Who was not there, by the way. <laughs> um, and I was, I, I entertained it though. I was like, oh, well, I don't have a guest list from him, but um, and, and uh, she turned around to her friend, and this is what she said: No lie, this is what she said. Oh my god, I sucked this dick for no reason. <gasps> So that first of all, in my head, I'm thinking, is it really worth doing that to get in to a $10 ticket Wi-Fi funeral show? No. Well, maybe, maybe she thought like it was more of like the like, wow, I can get in for free. Like it doesn't matter what the ticket is. It's just the fact that you're getting in somewhere for free and you're on someone's list. You know what I mean? Right. And two, right? Did she really think that even if even if he that did happen, and for whatever reason we gotta get a, a guest list from X, that all her friends were gonna be. She came. She was with like four other girls, right? Mm-hmm. That all her friends are also gonna be on the guest list. So all of them were really upset, and they just walked away sad. They didn't just pay for a ticket. <laughs> they didn't pay for a ticket. Cause none of them had money. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Cringe moment cool. of the week. Yeah, right. It was very cringy. Very cringy. Meanwhile, like I'm, I looked at the the guy uh, working at the door with me, and I'm like, damn, like how old is this girl? 
that's a whole other subject. I'm not even. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to accuse nobody of nothing. That's not. That's not what this is about. <laughs> that's not what this is about. Um, but yeah, no, the show was cool. Um, packed, really hot. Um, really, really nice spot. They, um, the guy that hooked us up with the rental, like he hit the, he gave us like this green room on the top floor of this like restaurant. And it was really fancy. They gave him like a whole bunch of drinks and all that. His twenty first birthday, so like they gave him all, all this shit. Um, but being other than that, like we're also under 50 days. Um, it's a little loud. It's really loud. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I've never been. Sorry. That's, it's a little nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie. Why? It's, it's a lot of shit. It's, it's not your first of, rodeo. It's not your first not, rodeo. It's not. It's just like, it's, it's just so much to do. You know what I mean? So it's so much to do. Like, um, and instead, you're talking to me. Well, no, 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 no. And, and it's not it's not anything, to be honest, that, like, when I say there's so much to do, it's not anything that, like, one person can be responsible for. It's just a lot of different things from different angles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, the tickets are selling well. Like, the things, everything is looking, looking like it's a go. Um, you know, we might get a pregnant Cardi B performing. Like you know, allegedly, uh-huh. um, yeah, right. It's kind. It's kind of crazy that everybody except her or Offset or anybody in that team confirms that she's pregnant. You know what I mean? Like I saw TMZ confirm confirm that she's pregnant, but she, you know, it's like still not confirmed yet. Still How are they? What What are they doing to show that they're? That it's confirmed, like they know someone on the inside. Right, like, like, like they claim to talk to somebody close to her, sort of thing, you know. And mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen pictures, like the pictures where she performed at Wild Splash and shit like that, and like. Oh, did few, that just happen? A few weeks ago, yeah. Oh, okay. Like she, she looks like she's, you know, she might, she might just be gaining some weight. She might not even be pregnant. There's nothing wrong with that. And you know what? Shame on people for saying that she's pregnant if she is gaining so weight. Yeah, like, why don't we just, you know, all see, wait for her official response instead of being like, because that's what people were saying with Rihanna. Like, they were speculating whether she was pregnant. And then now, and I don't, I mean, it's been some time and yeah. I don't think she is. And you guys were just being mean. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it bothered Rihanna though. True. Yeah, no, no, nothing. Nothing pretty much bothers her. Not that I think no. about it. No. No. Not that I think about it. Like nothing pretty much bothers her. Like people say some really wild shit about her. I remember I said something actually. I'm not gonna lie. I did say something. But th- this is this is something that I experienced one time with Rihanna. This actually happened way back in 2008. I, okay. Way back in 2008. Right. Okay. Back when she was still coming up, you know what I mean? She was still coming up. Yeah. Um, she performed at Universal Studios for Grad Bash, right? Uh-huh. And I I was with um, my ex-girlfriend, Christine, at the time. Shout out to Christine, listener of the podcast. Nice. Um, and um, she, she wanted, to see, wanted to see her perform a little bit, right? And <laughs> I... I found it funny because it was really hot, right? It was super hot outside, mm-hmm. and we were we were really close to the front. And I remember I saw that Rihanna was sweating, right? Mm-hmm. And 
and I remember I said I put this like uh, on um I think it was my Facebook or, or something right that I literally watched Brianna sweat from her forehead and it dropped straight to the ground without touching her clothes or anything because her forehead is that big. That's all I said. Oh. <laughs> that's all I said. But like that's the thing. I don't think something like that would even bother her. Honestly, I wish I had a bigger forehead. So not like Rihanna, but yeah, I know what you mean. I would rather have a big forehead than a short forehead, which I have. So but shout out to her because she embraces she embraces the big forehead. You know, Man, I mean? we might just have to have a segment where we talk where we talk about how Rihanna like seems to not give a fuck about anything because I have a whole thing too that I don't want to go into right now because we're supposed to be talking about Wilson's week, but it has to do with um Kanye's uh, video where they were like all naked, like wax yeah. statues mm-hmm. of everyone. And okay, this is just a preview of this future segment that I'm saying that we're gonna have now. <laughs> but it's okay. analyzing a Kanye video. <laughs> yeah, people people were all making a tussle about like Taylor Swift, um, her boobing out, right? And like how like you know Kanye can't do that. He can't have Taylor Swift boobing out. But um. Didn't anyone? Did everyone just forget that he placed? If you should be mad about something, you should be mad that he placed Rihanna right next to Chris Brown. Like that's weird, right? I feel right. like that's more. If you're gonna get mad at at that video, I feel like that's more of a thing to get upset over. Okay, sorry. Right. I, I basically just went. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Let's go back to your week, Wilson. Um, but yeah, no. Honestly, like besides that, Friday night, stayed home. Played Fortnite, drank Brugal, got real faded. Oh, I've never had that before. It's really good. It's really good. I would say. Um, it's real, real, real heavy rum. Like it's like yeah, it's super, super. Get you pretty fucked up. Is it like a dark rum? Yeah. Well, no, no, it's not. It's not a dark rum. It's a clear rum. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I can probably get that. It it is a dark rum. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You just you just drink it. I just drink it. Yeah, I just drink it. Um, and I got like I didn't even realize it. Like the bottle was like halfway full, and it's like almost empty now. Oh my gosh! It's like straight by myself. But you know what? <laughs> at least you were at home. You weren't in an elevator. And I got I got these intros done while I was drunk. <laughs> Clearly. And, and wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, I'm so. Funny. Okay. Keep yeah. Going. Keep keep pushing it, cat. Keep pushing it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting your intros, cat. Sorry. I, I mean, you kind of did. I was trying to do a nice, nice little song there, a nice remix, and you just said it was terrible and that it was cringy and that you wish it never happened. I I did not say I wish it never <laughs> happened. I did say it was cringy, but that's cool. Cringy is cool. We have a whole segment on it. But um sure. yeah, it's basically my week. Oh, <laughs> wait, no, I lied. I lied. No, you had I think you had something else going on. Didn't I mean, I don't know what it was, but you told me that you had something else going on. And I don't know <laughs> right now, but you did. I was like, well, Wilson, are you, I was like, Wilson, are you gonna tell a story on this episode? He was like, Oh yeah, I have tons of stories. <laughs> So let's wow! Look at cat. Look at cat. <laughs> trying, trying to 
pry these stories out of me. I'm sorry. I had a lot of fried food today, this whole weekend, so I'm feeling a little on edge. Um, we don't have our refrigerators. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that's my week. <laughs> I watched. Okay. I watched Dragon Ball Super last night. And it was fire. No, for real, it was a finale, okay. and it was amazing. It was incredible. okay. Actually, actually, yes. I keep seeing people. I keep seeing people post about it, and actually, I'm thinking about it now. And it's the people that are posting about it are Wilson and Gats. <laughs> so maybe it's not all these people, but I have seen it on my timeline. Wow, Cat is really like this. Is uh, keep notes, people that are listening to this podcast. This is now three weeks in a row that I'm being attacked by Cat. Wow. Okay. So like, three three out of thirty episodes, you know, deal with it. If you if you've listened to at least over ten episodes, you will know that I do not attack Kat for anything. If wow. anything I, I'm supportive. Okay. I as a matter of fact, I'm even supportive on her on my intros. That's crazy. That's crazy. What I'm, gonna start, I'm not even gonna repeat it. It's not even worth it. It's not. Oh, okay. well, we, we announced um, we announced a show. Oh shit! Oh yes, okay. That, that happened. Um, so that yeah, happened. Uh, Cat, see, look at me. I'm, I'm about to compliment you again. Cat made an incredible flyer, right? Yay. And um, I can't believe I'm complimenting her after she just like tried. <laughs> she just tried my life like three times this episode already. Um. She made an incredible flyer for a, a showcase that I'm going to start doing monthly. Thank you. Um, and um, yeah, it's called, we, it's called No Vacancy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with Mike Mass, Gats, Trey Da Vinci, Ivanel, Bro Life, Tesla, AC Slater, and like um, MC Ken is going to host. Um, what we're going to do is, I think, um, starting next week, we're going to. Uh, play like at the end of the episode just like a little 30 second snippet of one of their songs per per artist or something um just to get people a feel of it and you know um i myself won't be there for this show um cat will you yes okay cat will be there for me she might facetime me while we're there who knows you never know you never know yeah i mean um it sounds really cool because it's definitely a way to put the spotlight on all the talent that we have here. If you, if people say, I, I have learned this. I was I learned that I was a fool, but if anyone says like, oh my God, there's like nothing in Tampa. That's not true. There's yeah. a lot of there's there's a lot of talent and then now there's even there's a lot of um it's cool to see events that feature these artists and it's cool to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And honestly like I wanna um how do I say this? I want to go. I want to do these events mostly for um, like a networking purpose as well. Like it's not just like performances. Like I'm inviting people that like are influencers, like people that um, work on work. You know, like you, they that do um, designs. Um, people that um, are producers, like people that are work with cameras, like just to like network and mingle with people. Mm-hmm. So um, good vibe, and I want to do a monthly. It's going to be between Orlando and Tampa. It's going to be cool. So um, the first one is happening in Ebor on April twenty fifth, and it'll be at Crowbar. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and the yeah. ticket is only ten dollars, so for sure, for sure. I'm gonna remind you guys at every episode. So, but yeah, just keep that in mind. But yeah, that's another thing we did. We announced that again, again, complimenting Cat with the incredible flyer. Thank you. It was fun to work on, and I am going to compliment Wilson because he chose a great designer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because he came up with a great idea and it's also you know we all obviously were really interested in like making playlists and like sharing sharing music so um this is just another way we're gonna do that so every episode now is like are we gonna start this episode or next next week next episode next episode well as Wilson mentioned we're gonna have like our send-off with someone that we are featuring that week yeah, so look out for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kat, you you had a pretty crazy week. Tell us about it. Um, well, it wasn't really crazy, just life changing. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, shut up. <laughs> so, I the life changing thing is that Matt and I have officially moved to St. Pete. I will get into that in a little bit. First, I do want to touch upon something that I got to experience Thursday night, which was doing mock interviews. Like, I was the one, I was the interviewer, which yeah, is interesting. So, so let me just say that when Kat told me she was going to do this, I said that she should be really aggressive and mean and sort of be like, you know, like an ass to people. But I should have. How, how did it go? How did it go? So, like... Um, let me give a little bit of background. So this mock interview night was, it's an annual thing that the uh, design program at USF St. Pete does, because uh, they have this like pretty cool design program. And um, so as part of their grade, these students have to go through interviews with like real designers in the around the area. And so since we had some interns from USF St. Pete, they contacted me and so, um, uh, I volunteered to do this. And like, I did, like part of me did want to just be like really intimidating and like write down just notes without talking and just be completely silent. But like, of course I can't cause <laughs> I think I can't, I mean, I'll, I should maybe try that because like that happens in interviews, right? People are just huge dicks and they don't like care if you're scared or not. However, I did attempt to kind of be intimidating at one point. It was like my very first um, student and I pull out a list of questions and it's like, it's like kind of long. And I'm like, here's my list of questions. And um, so are you intimidated? <laughs> and he was like, he's like, no, not really intimidated, just kind of nervous. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, that threw me off. I totally thought he'd like crack up or something and be like, haha, yeah, so intimidated. So I was like, all I said was good. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know, I was hoping that it would maybe break the ice a little bit. Because if you like, I don't know about you guys, but for me, commenting on like how something is an awkward situation makes it less awkward or doesn't make it more awkward. I mean, it makes it a little more awkward. <laughs> but I mean, it, it also depends on uh, depends on how you said it to them and the, and the vibe of the room and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like. That's true. So I don't know. I tried to, I tried to, uh, you know, make things casual, you know, casual. Um, but for some reason, I was really nervous too. 
I don't know why. I, I was just afraid that they would like see through me and know that like I've never like mock interviewed. I've interviewed people in real life before, but like I've never done like this thing where it's like all set up. And also I have this thing where I feel like I look too young. And second of all, I never went through a design program. So I'm like, they're going to know. They're going to know that they're like. You're a fraud. I'm a fraud, right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So um, I was like, you know, trying to look cool and collected and like a little, an air of like intimidation, just a little bit, you know, just a little, bit, just a little hint. Um, but as I like extended my hand to shake their hand, like it was so cold and so sweaty. <laughs> I think they could tell that I was nervous too, which is so annoying. God, my hands always give it away. My sweatiness always gives me away so. yeah so basically a, a part of you was with them uh, you know what i mean at all like immediately yeah wilson i told him Wilson about this like right after it happened he was like you guys like bonded through your sweaty hands <laughs> <laughs> sounds so gross like an exchange of these like bodily fluid oh, that sounds weird but <laughs> yeah there's no way to not make this sound weird that's true so um after all that moisture happened um you know, I got into it and I started, you know, having fun with it. And it turned out to actually be like a lot more fun than expected. I don't know. I liked it. I want to interview more people. Like, just come up to me and like, let me ask you questions. <laughs> I want to, I want to interview Wilson right now. Wilson. Let's run it. What, what do you, what do you want to get out of this podcast partnership? Um, honestly, as a businessman, I want um, us to grow as a company together and get it, get it so big, get the company so big, and then eventually um, convince you that you should sell your parts of the company to me, and then I'll run it myself. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like, 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 like every business does. <laughs> every business does. Wait, how do you know I wouldn't just get you to sell it to me? Um, because you have your um graphic design, which you'll probably make a good career out of. Wow, so you really thought this out. That kind of goes into my next question, which is where do you see yourself in like 10 years? But I guess that's owning our podcast. Um, um in 10 years, um, well, first of all, I, I don't think podcasts will be a thing in 10 years. I think really, maybe, you don't like, think so? Maybe by then we'll be like holographically available for people <laughs> you know what i mean so like people like people would like just star like, wars yeah like star wars like everybody will have like a personal r2d2 and they'll be able to see us um i don't i don't think i like that <laughs> yeah by then by then we'll probably pull out of the podcast game and do something else yeah okay so one last question um mm -hmm. what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses my strengths yeah. Um, I'm really, really, really good at not answering people. That's okay. Like, that's like my thing. I'm how so would, but how would that benefit the podcast? It won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> it won't. Um, my weaknesses is um, I have a thing, a really thing of uh, picking the wrong women. That's like a serious problem of mine. Mm, I can see how that could, you know, actually, I think you need to flip that around. So you're <laughs> for the podcast, your strength is your weakness is not texting people back because I don't know, I guess I don't know that I'm making something up. It seems unprofessional, but, I don't I'm, know. So, but I'm good at it, though. 
And anyways, what I'm trying to get at is your strength for the podcast is picking the wrong women because it creates great content for our podcast. You're right. Right. Yeah, you're hired. I'm hiring you, Wilson. <laughs> my my pain is is bad. Is, is, is good content for the podcast. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, after the monk interview, um, oh, wait, I'm just so glad that Wilson just let me interview him, huh? I gotta interview you. No, gotta, you do not. No, I am the interviewer. You. you are the interviewee. But how how are you gonna know how it's like being on the other side of a mock interview? Fine, just do it. <laughs> do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna act like I'm hiring you for Rolling Loud. Oh, for Rolling Loud. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Cool. Uh. Have you have you ever attended a festival before? Yes. <laughs> I have. Oh, should I go into it? Okay. I mean, yeah, like So I've never I've never gone to Rolling Loud. <laughs> but I have gone to Okeechobee Music Festival and Beauty Music Festival and Gasparilla Music Festival and um yes, those. Okay. So you went to like one real festival? And then the right, the other. <laughs> I the have run, gone. The right. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna go into which yeah, one he yeah, considers I'm, the real. I'm gonna, one. I'm gonna let you guys think of, decide which one is the real one. Wow, um, this um this workplace seems like kind of aggressive. Um. All right. So what uh what what can you bring to the table for a uh. All right, like, what ra- are you doing? Can you let me ask the question? Great grilled cheese. My husband makes them. He could probably make them for the whole office. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, to the, that's what you said to the table. Okay. And um <laughs> I'm also really good. I'm also really good at um like I'm really good at like amping people up. Gotcha. Like I could be the hype man of rolling alone. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Now, question. Um, okay. Has how your husband? How many festivals has he been? To? Why are you? Are you're trying to interview me. Why are you not trying to hire Matt? What? Well, I mean, you mentioned the grilled cheese. He's been to the same makes. ones as me, except okay. there's one time he apparently. Actually, I don't know if this counts as a festival, but he went to this thing called like Rainbow Something in the woods, and mm-hmm. like he saw, he saw some shit there. Man, you don't ask okay. him about it in person one day. <laughs> or I think I think we might actually end up having to hire your husband because um he makes grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, but he won't unless I ask him to. So you have it's a kind of a package deal. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, all right. Wow, I guess we'll, so I have the job. Um, we'll get back to the job. That's me amping you up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely get back to you. We'll keep in contact. Wouldn't it be great if you just gave me like, all right, this is for real now. Like, mm-hmm. I only need like two minutes with the microphone on stage. Oh, she, said, she, said, she said this is for real now. <laughs> this is for real now. <laughs> like, I would get, I would get the crowd so pumped. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all you have to do, all you have to do, is like ask questions that are really have obvious answers. Like, all right, all right. Here are you go. excited to be here? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll see this. I'll see this. What? You have a better chance 
Oh, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll get you that opportunity, right? If by then I answer all my unread text messages. Damn, that's never happening. <laughs> <sighs> it is your strength. It is a strength of yours. Okay, so anyways, back to my week. God. <clears throat> um. Okay, so I'm going to read some some students. Uh, and then, all right, life-changing moment. Um, we are now officially living in St. Pete. Well, we have some stuff left in our own place, but um, we basically have moved everything else in into this place. And um, I got to say, moving will definitely bring out how you really feel about certain pieces of furniture. Gotcha. Wow. <laughs> like. Okay, go ahead. Like, okay, let me give you an example. So we were like loading the U-Haul. Shout out to Josh, my brother, for helping us. I don't know if he listens to this, but it's cool. That's fine. <laughs> so, and it was just the three of us, me, Matt, and Josh, like loading up the U-Haul. And like, we're almost done. But then we have to like put something at the top, which involved which involved Matt having to climb over a bunch of shit. It was very dangerous. So then he like sits on this bookcase which he should not have done because it was really old and it was from Ikea, it was shitty. So he sits on it and it just like breaks, like it just breaks and he kind of like, luckily he didn't fall or anything. Um, but I was like, it's okay. I I hated that bookcase this whole time anyways. And we just had so many, we just had so many of those those moments where we're like, just, just throw it away. I, I actually always hated this. It's good that it broke. Get it out of, get it out of my sight. Um, so yeah, and then we got here. Um, we have, I'm really thankful because we have friends who will help us move and are just really happy with, you know, having beer afterwards. Um, shout out to Tang, Matt and Emma for helping us. Um, and now I will not have to drive like two, two hours of my life has been given back to me, you know what I mean? More than that, if you, if you think about it, like, you're getting, you're you're saving like forty hours a month. Yeah, my this so the Brenda who I mentioned uh, last week, <laughs> our our old neighbor. I feel really bad for like ranting about her because when as we were moving out, she was like just wishing us a good luck and like telling me about how happy she was for me and how basically I got like a promotion in a way because of how much money I'm gonna be saving. Um, so now I'm going to spend it all on cronuts. We are living within walking distance of this, like, it's like a coffee donut place. And also Arby's, hello, curly fries every day. <laughs> Except every time I mention that I live next to an Arby's. <laughs> well, anytime I mention Arby's, people are just kind of like, ugh. Like, no one likes Arby's. Now, let me pause you for one second. She is really excited about these cronuts. This is like the second time in this discussion that she's mentioned them. I have you ever had a cronut before? No, but I have a feeling I will now. Oh my god! Like, do you like donuts? Yes. Do you like croissants? Yes. This is like, all right. Think of how much you oh, like both of those things. Think about how much you like both of those things, and then think that 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 amount of like enjoyment that you think you would have, you have to multiply it by like ten. It's even better than I imagined. It was so good. And then, so I didn't eat the whole, <laughs> I didn't eat the whole thing for breakfast. I had it and I just ate it for dinner actually. And it was still good. Like 12 hours later, it was still so good. Gotcha. Gotcha. So 
um, you're hyping it up, so it has to be really good. Yeah, and the people that were working were like Asian, so I'm like super hyped about it. I was okay. like, yes. And then um, we also walked over. We another place that we walked to. So we walked there for breakfast and we walked to this other place for lunch. It's called Kiss and Cousins. <laughs> and it's just it was so good. <laughs> it was so I mean, delicious. I mean, wanna talk about the common stereotype of St. Pete that makes sense. What's the stereotype? What's the stereotype? I, mean, I don't know about this. I'm can, a new, I'm a newcomer to St. Pete. You know what I mean? You tell me all the stereotypes so I can be aware. Gotta Google, Google the St. Pete stereotypes one day. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be on the internet. Why don't you just tell me right now? What they, they're all like inbred people. Yeah. Really? That's, that's what I see people say. Yeah. Who is saying this? Well, it's not just St. Pete. It's that county. <clears throat> Oh. Yeah. Okay. Specifically that counts. Well, anyways, Kissing Cousins is a restaurant. We were kind of like not sure about it because it kind of like, you know, it's like an old timey type of restaurant and um, it's called Kissing Cousins. But I went in there and like it was packed. It was totally packed and all sorts of people, not just like what you would expect from a place called Kissing Cousins. From what Wilson just described. But um, it was. Yeah, it was so, there were so many people. Everyone was so nice. And then I ate a Philly cheesesteak on a hoagie, and it was fucking amazing. Wow, and then we walked back. Philly cheesesteak sandwich? I don't know. It just I just remember on the menu it said on a hoagie, so I just added that exactly. part. There's like two types of people in this world, you know what I mean? What? Ones that call it, oh, three types of people. There's the ones that call it a roll, the ones that call it a sub, and the ones that call it a hoagie. Well, this menu explicitly stated that it was a hoagie, so gotcha. I mean, I'm not trying to be like a bread connoisseur or anything like I mean, that. I, I was gonna say, I was, gonna, I was gonna ask if maybe that's how Matt says it. I think people in Boston call it hoagies. Um, that's a good question. Hmm, I'm gonna ask him. Hey, what do you call this type of bread? Yeah. Fun fact. Okay, this is like really random, but um. Also, I hate myself for saying like, oh, random, because remember that time when in like 20, 2006, everyone was obsessed with calling things random? Yeah. Okay. okay so that was. Cat lives in 2006. Wow. I am so <laughs> insulted, but at the same well, time, well, I mean, touche. You do. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, it's, can no, I. No, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. So that was my side story to my side story. But what I was going to say was, so this was like probably in 2006, whenever my humps came out, that song, <laughs> two episodes in a row when I mentioned Black Eyed Peas. So um, my hump, my humps just came out and we, I was at this like Asian party. Have you ever been to an Asian party before? I have. Okay. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's like, it's like families and stuff and like a bunch of kids and like people yeah. bring in food. So this one... Uh, there was this kid there and he like put, I don't know, remember what it, I think he had like a loaf of bread. Maybe he didn't actually have bread. But anyways, he starts singing to the tune of my humps and he goes, what you gonna do with all that bread, all that bread inside that shirt? <laughs> for some reason, that memory has just stuck with me for like years and years and years. <laughs> I can't remember if he actually put bread in his shirt, but I feel like he did. Like, I don't know why I would just make up that memory of him putting like bread up so, his shirt. So, so did he say my buns? My buns, my buns. Oh, my buns. he didn't he didn't go that deep into the song, but Wow. 
Wow, that was like over t- a decade ago. And see, this is how I know that Cat lives in 2006, right? <laughs> Fergie was in her prime. That's the year that Rihanna came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it started getting popping. Yeah. Um, T Pain was popping at the time. Um, oh my God, you're right. Oh my God, I'm just like like those people that just are like living in the 80s. That was like, that was that was the prime of MySpace. That was like at it. That was its peak. That was its peak that year. 2006 is a good year. It actually was. It actually was a good year. Do you ever I, wish I, that? I had like, a lot of trouble that year. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wish that 2006? Like, or not specifically 2006 you, but like past yous can meet like the past versions of your friends. So you can see what you were like. What do you mean? (laughs) Like, do you ever wish that like, okay, like think about your best friends, right? Yeah. The ones that you haven't known for that long. Do you ever wish that you could have like, that you were, that you could have met them a, a a long time ago so that your past version of yourself can meet their past version of themselves? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. But not for everybody. A lot of friends, a lot of my friends that I currently have now, I was friends with back then. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> I I said a lot, not all. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think you would like me, Kat, if you were to know me back then. Hmm. I don't think yeah. you would like me. I'm not going to front. That might that might be true. You yeah. might have not have liked me because um actually no, you probably if you like me now, you probably would have liked me back then. I remember this one time. Um I, I don't I don't like me back then. Oh. <laughs> I don't like me. You. you know, that's gross. That's gross. I, it, that is very much gross for I me. Mean, I was I did a lot of, I did a lot of weird fucked up shit back then. Now you, now you just do kind of weird okay shit now. Yeah, it's, it's acceptable weird shit. Like you, know you, I mean? you get like fucked up and like really, really drunk and you don't remember that happening, but you like did it at your house while playing a video game. Responsibly in my house, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's something else that I'm super excited about um, living in St. Pete now. Like I can go to like happy hour and like just go home and be home like really fast. You know what I mean? Like I can... Yeah. Call. I could like call an Uber, and it won't be like a million dollars. I can, I'll just be here, and I can like do stuff so, after work. So like, like distance wise, how far are you from your job? Like twenty minutes, I, ten minutes. No, I'm like ten minutes, probably including parking. That's crazy. So That's I'm like wild. I'm so ready. I honestly feel like I'm at a turning point in my life. Like I the one point like. This certain era of cat, the Tampa one is like over, and now this new era is happening. I mean, once once St. Pete and Tampa start introducing Uber Pool, you legit don't even have to bring your car to work anymore. It's like it's gonna cost like four bucks back and forth for you to, to go to work. Is that gonna happen? Wait, is so Uber Pool is when you just share an Uber with yeah. other people? Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like double the amount of time of what it would take you to go. But like you, you pay like half the amount of, t- of money that you would pay. Do you have to talk to anyone? I don't. I have my headphones on. I don't talk to nobody. They talk to me. I don't listen to. I don't listen to them. Is that how you get to work every day? No, but like if I have to, I, I pull everywhere because it's cheap. You know what I mean? True. And I'm actually, I think I'm closer to like downtown and Ebor now, where I live in St. Pete, versus 
where I lived in New Tampa. Oh, so. no, definitely. Because if you live that close to your job, that's pretty close to the highway. So, yeah, like, you're you're pretty much a lot closer than where you live by, like, Wesley Chapel before, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, that's, that's like a whole different state, to be real. Out there, actually, it's far. That yeah. shit is far. Now, the only thing that I have to figure out is, you know, Dungeons and Dragons nights. We got to figure that out. Because oh, do they live out there? Yeah, that crew is on the on that side still. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We have a we have a guest room, you know. Wilson, if you ever want to stay over, you can. We have a plenty of room. We can get some cronuts and eat at Kissing Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, I'll take you up on that offer one day. Oh. And we can play Mario Kart. Yes, finally. We haven't played it yet. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> I haven't. I also haven't played it in like weeks, to be honest. So, bro, cat is the worst. I gave her an. Exclusive, I gave her an exclusive Fortnite code so we could play together, and we still haven't played. It's been yeah, almost been an moving. entire week. It's been I've been moving. Week. This is crazy. Like, I'm only allowed to give those codes to three people, and I gave it to. Oh. Her. That's crazy. Oh, okay. I can't, no, we can I can't, play. I can't even We're say I want it back. I can't even say I want it back because <laughs> no, we'll I can't leave on that call. <laughs> we'll play. We'll play tonight, maybe. Nah, I'm playing. I'm doing something else tonight. Can't do it tonight. Wow. Okay. So I'm busy. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so that was my week. <laughs> um. Oh, I told you. Oh, I should also mention really quick that we tried to get into the garage, the creepy garage in the back, but it's blocked. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's so. We'll update. We'll, I will update. This house was built in like 1938, so we'll update you guys on how it goes. <laughs> the creepiest thing that's happened so far, though, is just Alexa like turning on. But I, I unplugged her, so yeah. If it turns on now, there's a problem. Yeah. See, the um, I just it's harder to be creeped out when you're right across from an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, so. That is so fire that you're across the street from Arby's. Do you go to Arby's? Because I feel like it can't, it's not that bad, but everyone else. No, I only, only like their fries. Their curly They're, fries are so fire. Curly fries are fucking amazing. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Coming over, we're going to eat curly fries and cronuts. All right. So, that was um, my week. Sounds like a plan. Um, But I think, oh, something else that happened this week, actually. That um yeah, it's a good segue is um uh Lollapalooza dropped their lineup. Yes. And I do wanna say that lineup is incredible. I'm not gonna front. That lineup is fire. It's so good. I'm, I was I'm, I'm going. Actually, I'm going. I, I was go. actually distracted by how boring their flyer was. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's generic. It's like Coachella and like Bonnaroo generic. You know what I mean? Like at, like, th- at this point, they're such a big festival, though, that they don't have to do anything crazy. You know what I mean? They, 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 they really don't. Like, they don't have, they don't have enough space to do anything crazy because they have so many artists that they name. You know? For sure, it's just like basically just a list of names. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, the reason why we want to talk about this though is not to like, you know, pump up how good their lineup is, which actually <laughs> it is really good. I'm not. Not gonna front. It's so good. Um, is it mostly because of the weekend? It's not just Mars. Arctic, Arctic Monkeys. Monkeys. Oh my gosh, this is actually the, like the. It is like the lineup for you. 
It's so good. Like Sabrina Claudio's on it. <laughs> Camila Cabello's on it. Like it, it got it got it has a lot of good names on it. So what are we gonna talk about with this? Um what I, what I do want to talk about is um I there was an article. There was an article that Complex put out saying that um their argument wasn't that there wasn't enough females on there, right? Because there's like 40, there's like 38 females on on, mm-hmm. on, on the lineup, female acts, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the one, like two of them are a female <laughs> band and like the rest of them are just artists, right? Their argument was, is that the placement of them was too low. Um, So here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna speak as somebody that works with Rolling Loud, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, we got a lot of shit because we didn't have enough female artists, right? Mm-hmm. This year, okay, we have more. And there's still a couple of people that say we don't have enough, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody's complained saying, oh, why isn't Cardi B headlining? Why is her name so low on the lineup, right? Do you think people should be? Company? No, no, I don't. Oh. I don't. Like, she's not bigger than whoever's in, ahead of her. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with Lollapalooza. Like, the only, there's only two people that we can come up with, like, an argument to say, oh, well, maybe they deserve to be a little bit higher, right? Mm-hmm. And that's um, Dua Lipa and Camila. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, but, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to quickly, I'm going to quickly, like, just re- read who's ahead of them, right? Mm-hmm. The Weeknd, Bruno Mars, Jack White, Arctic Monkeys, Travis Scott, The National, Vampire Weekend, Odessa, Logic, Post Malone, Khalid, Little Uzi, Portugal, The Man, Tyler, The Creator, I don't know what that says, I think it says Churches, mm-hmm. St. Vincent, Zed, um whatever the fuck, and walk the moon, right? The only people out of all those ones that I've named that I think can be probably brought down for Dua Lipa and and Camila is maybe Post Malone, maybe Khalid, and maybe Little Uzi. You know what I'm saying? So at best, they would get moved up one line. You know what I mean? Like, and, and is it really that big of a deal to, like, Make an article about it saying how all, all, all festivals aren't looking out for women. Well, I mean, like there are a lot of articles out, think pieces that people put out just about everything in general. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of like how things are right now. So if there is potential for, for some sort of opinion, there's going to be a think piece on it. Also, the love of my life, Kali Yuki is in the lineup too. She's kind of lower than I expected. Nah, I think she has a good spot. Again, look who's in front of her. You know what I mean? No, like, oh, I was looking at the version where it only had the women. Oh, <laughs> I was because it looks it looks really low when you're until you see everyone else on there. Yeah. Um. So, what is the situation? Is it that they can't bring on fe- uh, like female headliners, like or? Hold on, let me. Uh, female female acts 
that would be headlines? Are they just too big to book for festivals? Well, okay, that's the thing, right? Who, in, in your opinion? Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, you're, you're, hold on, you're freezing. You say headlines. Diana, you know? You're freezing, so I decided to get my my charger during that time. Oh, okay. Okay. That was weird. I I asked my question, and then right when you were trying to respond, you started freezing. Okay. Yeah. Besides, um, Beyonce, Adele, and Rihanna, like who? What female act do you think would headline a festival like this? Or can headline a festival like this? So that's a really, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know how to answer that question. Right. Because I don't, I don't see that many female headliners. And I'm not sure if it's a matter of like, they don't want to do that. They don't want to do it. Or festivals don't want to book them. So I don't know which one it is. Like I don't think I mean Beyonce obviously did Coach is doing Coachella, but like, the like, only reason why she's doing it is because it's a makeup date from last year. Well, what's the reason? Why did she even do it last? Year? Why was she supposed well, to do it last year? What was she, her reason? She was doing it last year because Coachella was part of routing <clears throat> of her tour. You know what I'm saying? Like she was on tour, and that was the end of the tour. Was doing the festival stage at Coachella, but then she got pregnant. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, but she still didn't have to make it part of her festival, though. Like, why did she decide to make like do that change? Because that was like a big deal. She had never done a festival before. No, that's not true. She did Made in America a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Well, then, so why is she not? She just, she just never did Coachella before. So you why know? is she? Why does she not get booked more often? Well, see, all right, acts acts like that, like. Even even all right, even Bruno Mars. I am honestly a hundred percent shocked that Bruno Mars is booked on on a festival period, because acts yeah, like, acts same. like Bruno, like Beyonce, like Rihanna, they're not meant to be a festival booking. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. arena stadiums sort of thing, right? Yeah. So that's where Beyonce falls. Like she's she's very rarely gets booked for Dell would never do a show like this. Um but that's that's the thing though. Like who who would who would be booked but that would make people happy. You know what I mean? Or maybe maybe the argument is that it's not about booking people better, but it's about placing them. So maybe the, all right, do you think Camila Cabello or Dua Lipa or any of the other female acts should be on the top two lines? Mm, I mean like any end. Also, I don't like really listen to either of them, so I'm like completely. Unf- I'm not really familiar with like I guess their work, so I can't. I feel like I can't compare them to the other artists. Mm-hmm. But hold on, I'm pulling them up right now. So now, what I'm, I have kind of a question in my head, and 
I mean, I think it's kind of weird that Vampire Weekend's up there that high up. It's a so, ra- it's it's rare. It's like all right, it's it's like um when Blink One Eighty Two headlined last year. It's like rare. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like they don't really do that many festivals, and that's why they're up there. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, this is like a comeback tour that they're doing. Oh, okay. Um, so what I would be the question that I have in my head is. Is this a is a situation that the female acts that would be headliners if they were booked really too big, and then there's this huge gap between the big ultra female stars, and then there's a big gap, and then there's um, like the ones who would play at a festival, but they're actually like not that big. Is there some sort of middle ground that like Trav like is there like a Travis Scott but like but that, a woman version? I guess at that. Celebrity level. That's what I'm trying to say, though, right? Is all right. There's only three. There's only three, in my opinion, female acts that is too big, right? Mm-hmm. That is too big for festivals. But Camila Cabello, like, she broke records with like her album this last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she's she's a huge act, like a huge huge act. And I I I personally think that she could headline the stage, but but. There's there's an argument that those people that are ahead of her are bigger than her because she's only been hot for just this past year. These people are like huge, like career wise. You know what well, I mean? Well, so so has little Uzi Vert. Wouldn't that right? Be- well, that that's why I mentioned that Uzi, Post Malone, and Tyler the Creator would be like, and Khalid would be like the ones that I would say is like lower than her, but everybody else isn't. Oh, including Tyler the Creator. Yeah, she's definitely bigger than Tyler the Creator. See, I I feel like yeah, I'm not really familiar with her work, so but uh, I guess I want yeah, I just want to try to figure out who with that same level as like Travis Scott. Like he's definitely like he's now a headliner, but he hasn't. He's I don't think he's reached the point where he's like legend status. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like Beyonce or someone. But so who who would be that female artist that could? be at that same level and i i can't think of someone but i that just might be because it's one of those situations where like someone asks you what favorite music your favorite music is and you can't think of anyone that, so there's um, probably at least at least there might be some, oh yeah she would like, probably be good yeah she she'd be she 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 would be good but is she i don't know if she's bigger than those two girls that are on, on the top of the a lot of producers though you know what i mean Yes. Also, I just heard like someone like screaming outside, but I also have my headphones in, so I'm not sure if it was actually screaming. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I I'm like going through my Spotify now, just quickly glancing through <laughs> to see who it would be. I mean, Lord, maybe she's huge. Lord is huge too. Lana Del Rey, she's huge also. Lana yeah. Del Rey, does she do festivals? She does, but when she's booked on these, she's she's not headlining. Really? Look at she's not bigger than Arctic Monkeys or The Weeknd or Travis Scott or Jack White. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's not she's not bigger than a lot of these people. Hmm. Maybe I mean. So she could she could headline like a Okeechobee. Well. I don't I, the Okeechobee lineup's just kind of confusing to me. After um, what's your face was on it, the cringy person, Halsey. Yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, no, I I just think it's kind it's kind of weird. How, that complex article really itched itched me a little bit because the lineup was is incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and and they kind of started this conversation about the placement for these these acts, but like I don't see it being that big of a problem. Like at first it was all right, well. Complex put out an article last year, including us and other festivals not booking enough female acts. And then it's like, all right, well, Lollapalooza has almost 40 female acts, right? It's like 38 or 39. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, well, not only is it not enough, but it's also they're not placed well. You know what I mean? I mean, they were like, all like, okay, well, they were all really like towards the bottom, I guess. There's a lot, but there's a lot, like, but. I don't know if it's a mat. I mean, the, the you should exact, be at the, the top. Exact quote I don't know. I remember was, wow, to get to the first female act, I got to get to the fourth line. Is it really? Yeah. Is it, but like, but like I said, if you switch those few people, right, she'll still be on the third line, and I and I feel like those that article will still come out. You know what I mean? Hmm. So. I'm still trying to figure out why, like, there's not that many female headliners. And I'm wondering, okay, is which genres of music have the most, have, I would say, more, fe- like, female artists than male artists? And that would probably be... Country. Country and pop, probably, yeah. right? Taylor Swift um, the headline, but she's not doing festivals. Right. So the thing is, with pop, I feel like that's not very commonly booked at festivals like they don't really po- do a lot of like pop acts only only bonnaroo and Palooza. right like, they do it a lot yeah and um so i think the answer the ultimate answer to all of this is that women there just needs to be more women in all genres of music like you know i feel like that's kind of like it comes down to so like maybe like the women aren't famous enough or aren't big enough to be higher up on those headline on those fe- on the lineups, but it's because there's just not as much I guess like support for women artists in general. So that's why they're not as big, blah blah blah, and so that's why they're lower lower down. So okay, that's what I'm thinking. My hypothesis. That's a good. That's a good hypothesis. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it makes sense to me why, or I, I understand why, like Rolling Loud would not have, like, why there's so many male artists compared to women artists, but um, that's probably because they're like it's harder to find like female rappers, right? Be- but they're mm-hmm. out there, and I think they just need more support so that they can like just in general, not just from the festival scene, but in general, so that you know. Uh, female rappers can like get more attention and stuff. Right, right, right. It'll it's it'll take a while. Like it's not like I don't think it's like an overnight thing, but it's not. It's not. But you know, I think I think um we're heading in the right direction. You know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. By booking more more female access here, and I think in general, in general, shout out to a lot of Palooza. They had a good lineup. People got to stop hating. That's it's a good line. It's a really good line. So you're gonna go. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do my best. Um, to it's in August for beginning of August. So I think I can make it. Nice. Yeah, we we should make it a trip. Where is it again? Chicago. Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. They have. 
I'd want to try the pizza. So. I'm glad you didn't say you wanted to go take a picture by that bean. That's all. That's all everybody um, wants to do in there in Chicago. I do not want to go anywhere near that because I feel like that's. I don't I'm understand doing. what the significance of that bean is. <laughs> to you, I, be honest. Yeah, so. I don't either. So yeah, that's. I don't want to do that while I'm there. Um, but yeah, Just let's pizza. let's move on to our um, sports segment. Cat takes on sports. So man, LeBron James, right? <laughs> So LeBron James, um, he wasn't having like, hold on, I'm typing something. Okay. <laughs> so, um, LeBron James, I remember from doing the sports segment like a few episodes ago, you know, the Cavaliers, they were just kind of having a rough time. Players didn't really trust each other. There was kind of like, you know, some disconnect. It was the players were feeling disconnected. Then all of a sudden, LeBron James is killing it. He's killing it. And he broke, um, okay, he made, a, broke a record? No, he, he didn't break a record. He broke a record for himself, I guess. Okay, anyways. By becoming the third player to score at least 2,000 points in 10 straight seasons. When Wilson first told me to look this up, he was just like throwing numbers at me. I'm like, okay, whoa. whoa. But um, yeah, the only two other people that have ever done this is Carl Malone and Michael Jordan. So he's he has reached legend status. And um, you know, he's <laughs> Ron James. <laughs> He's in his 15th season. Um, I'm going through this article right now. He's feeling great. You know, I feel like, looks like he will probably, he's on his way chasing the MVP title. And he's probably going to, probably going to make it. Maybe even stealing it from, um, fuck. <laughs> he's going to steal that title from this other person named... Um, <laughs> this is so bad. This is Wait, so do you bad. know who I'm talking about? Yes. Then who am I talking about? James Harden. James Harden. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, I'm going to cut you off right there. Why? When I when I ask you to look look do some research for this week's sports segment, you you did some research. You did some research for something, right? Yeah. But it wasn't for what I asked you. Are you serious? So this is this is the, the real scoop. Of what happened? Oh my god! Are you earlier, gonna talk about like his dunk or something? Earlier this week, LeBron James uh, had an unprecedented game. He had thirty-five points, seventeen assists, and zero turnovers. It is the first time in history that a player had over fifteen assists with zero turnovers in the game. Um, Those are the numbers that I was I, I was talking about and feeling like whoa. So clearly, did not retain any of that and looked up something else. <laughs> she just she, like she just looked up what happened with LeBron James this week. <laughs> but that was that seemed like a big deal. No, I mean that's what I said. You found something and you made something. It was it was good. It was good. You need to like give me like you can't just. Like, I'm giving you numbers. credit. I'm giving you credit. That's good enough. Thanks. Thanks. But, um, yeah. I, Shout I think... out to the Cavaliers. They're doing their, well, I mean, I don't know if they're all doing better, but LeBron James is doing better. 
Yeah, you know, it's incredible that he's in his 15th season and pulling off these numbers. It's kind of 33. He's 33 years old. Yep. Do you um, think he's going to retire soon? No, he got like five years left on him. For he's sure. going to come. He's going to become a free agent. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the Cavaliers. Um, but yeah, this is a good segue to our two minute tantrum. Oh, that was a really quick sports segment. <laughs> well, I mean, you talked about the wrong thing, so. <laughs> Well, you know what? Round of applause. Round of applause to LeBron James because do you think he's going to get the MVP title? Kevin Love was like super in love with him. I don't think LeBron's going to get the MVP title. I think no, no. The everything everything is kind of set up for James Harden to win MVP and for the Rockets to win the title this year. So, yeah. Remember I said this, predicting this now, the Houston Rockets are going all the way and they're winning the title. Dang. Okay. Against the Golden State Warriors? Mm, unfortunately, they, they they would have to beat the Warriors before making it to the finals. But the Warriors right now are all kinds of injured, so I don't think they're going to make it to the finals anyways. Damn. But, yeah, I think they're going to beat the Cavaliers in the finals. Okay. All right. So we got a prediction. Um, yeah, that was a segment. And I should probably check up on my fantasy baseball team. Yeah, yeah. In case you didn't know, the season starts tomorrow, Kat. Yeah, opening. I actually did know that because I know opening day is next week. So you can suck it, Wilson. <laughs> wow, that was wild aggressive. Yeah. Well, you know what? Learn from the best. Point eight, Wilson. I'm not aggressive. We're, you know, we're going to be so close to Tropicana. Field, Tropicana Stadium, whatever it's called. Yeah, for the next few months. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> next few months. Um, yeah, but all this aggression the cat has, maybe she'll let it out on her two-minute tantrum. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, please. Two-minute tantrum. Okay, I'm starting the timer now. All right. So as many of you listeners know, I love The Office. I do. I watch it basically every day. And and a lot of you probably also watch it every day. Um, And we all understand that, like, as the seasons progress, things weren't as good. We just know that. But there's something that I feel like does not get enough uh, complaints. And it's how it's, it's about Pam Beasley. Okay. So I'm not even going to talk about how she kind of like did not support Jim and how she was like whining that whole time. I understand. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm talking about how she was able to learn animation for the ending slate of the Dunder Mifflin commercial where all the papers like come together and then it creates the Dunder Mifflin logo. She was able to teach that herself. And this was, I'm pretty sure this was, this was before... I think this was before she even went to Pratt. So, like, this was, like, early, like, this is Pam just being artist, whatever. Then, that was season four. She did this incredible artwork. Then fast forward to season seven. I think that was the last season. It's the last season. She doesn't, she, Jim asks her to record the dance recital for the daughter. She doesn't know how to use a phone camera. She fucks it up. She fucks up the video. She can't point a can the phone at her daughter and record a video because she like gets the beginning part and like misses the rest of it. 
And we're supposed to believe that she can't figure out this technology after fucking learning how to do like animation. And she went to the, the Pratt school. So she knows how to do like, she knows how to handle software. And wasn't she like a receptionist? Like, did she have to use like a computer and stuff like that? So I don't understand how this like, this lady is not, she can't like figure out how to use a phone. So like, good job. I mean, Jim was definitely kind of a douche in that situation, but like, come on, like that's not believable at all. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well i mean um that makes no sense it makes no uh, no yeah no i agree pam Speaking becomes a mom and she just completely loses any like technology skill or like yes speaking of which in that new show that she's on did you see how, how they're marketing the show how she's using pam to market the show what really yeah i saw like this uh on on the Twitter account for the show that she put out a video uh, telling all, all Pam fans, right, to give the show a shot and to give the guy a shot because he could be as cool as Jim. Oh, that's desperate. That is so yeah, desperate. It, it looks, it looks, I'll, I'll send you the link. It looks real desperate. It looks so desperate. Yikes. Um, honestly, man, I can't fuck with her, to be real. But that's a whole different thing. Um, that should just be your two minute tantrum one of these days. One of these days, I'll. And I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. Overall, I love all of them, including Pam. But that's just. All right, you should just do your two minute tantrum now. All right. Um, can you put a timer for me, please? Yes, you. I will. Okay, and go. All right. So, I. I'm going to apologize ahead of time if I'm offending anybody that listens to this. I feel like I might offend some people after this, but I'm going to go straight to the throats for all you fuckers that like to bring all these coupons just so you could buy one thing of toothpaste. All right. So I'm going to give you guys a quick little story. I went shopping the other day, right? And I went to the express line, the express line, you know, 10 items or less thing. You know what I mean? I'm in there. This person in front of me only has three things in her little hand cart thing, right? A little basket. No lie. It took 30 minutes. And the thing is that all the other things were full. So, like, I I would I was, like, stuck. You know what I mean? Because I only had, like, a few things. And I, I'm exaggerating. It wasn't 30 minutes. But the point is you're taking up all this time just because you want to pull up all these coupons and all this shit and argue about the ones that are expired and all this and come on, like the, the total of it without the coupons would have been like seven bucks, right? But she really wasted all this fucking time just to get 80 cents out of it, to make it 80 cents. I get it. Times are hard for some people. Maybe it's necessary for some people, but can't you just like be courteous and let the person behind you go ahead if you know you're going to be a pain in the ass and take off everybody's time? It's, it's the worst. And don't show up somewhere with expired coupons. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you dumb? You see that it says 2014. Why would you think it would work showing up to somewhere and using it four years later? Grow the fuck up. I'm done. I know I know that I have some time, but I'm done. So some places take expired coupons. Don't you watch Broad City? Don't you watch Broad City? I I do watch Rod City. There's in the like the first episode she talks about how Bed Bath and Beyond takes expired coupons, so you should throw them out. Just saying. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. You're part of the problem. 
Yeah, I actually, I'm not like, I do not have enough of a, I can't commit to using coupons. So I'm, <laughs> so I don't ever use them. I like try, one time like I started like saving coupons in like a little Ziploc bag and then I just completely forgot that I had them, so. <clears throat> so, but Matt, however, he uses coupons, but he does this thing where it's like on the phone. So all I have to do is like scan one thing and it's like, and it does it automatically for you. So you should just do that. People should just do that. Well, I'm just saying this, just saying this right now. If you're in front of me in line at Best Buy, at Whole Foods, at Publix, anywhere, and you're with a bunch of, bunch of coupons, I'm calling your ass out. I'm calling you broke. And I'm telling you to go behind me in line. Yeah. So now that we've let out all that negativity, um, we want to do something a little special for our 30th episode. And what is that, Wilson? Well, I, I thought about this idea of creating a list of 30 things that we enjoy in life better things in life you know what i mean like 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 cisco said before he starts a thong song he said the better things in life you know what i mean so <laughs> so wow. oh, he said the finer things in life but um yeah so we're just gonna list them off and also say like a little excerpt of why these are our favorite things yeah okay so number 30 number 30 i'm scrolling sorry okay <laughs> And emojis. See, so and emojis is something that I have on my phone that we started incorporating on the marketing side of how we do this. And it's so cute. Yeah. When <laughs> like, I first when I first mentioned about putting this on, Kat didn't want to do it because she doesn't have and emojis. I don't. But I figured since you know we still find a way. By the way, she said I don't. For those of you that don't speak Yon. I'm but... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I figure since we both use it to um, for marketing, it'd be good to fit, fit on this list. Yeah, and it makes like I wish we could do the whole podcast as like just one emoji video. That would take forever. Yep. <laughs> it takes us like twenty minutes just to do a ten second clip. But... Hey, don't let all the secrets out. So, anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> number twenty nine, bottled Perrier, specifically bottled Perrier. Yeah, if you drink. Perrier out of a can, you are obviously either a terrorist or the Zodiac Killer. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but Perrier is amazing. It tastes it's good. Incredible. Yeah, How it's incredible. How do you incredible. feel about LaCroix? It's, it's cool. It's like my third favorite. Okay. Okay. But it, it's not bottled, so it's like... Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. 28. We're going to go cheesy. Well, I think it's cheesy. Wilson just thinks it's you know how it is, but okay. <laughs> Wilson and I agree a lot on all things, but sometimes we disagree. But those disagreements are okay because they're good content for officially legit. You know, out of out of all the people that I asked what their favorite topic was, everybody says is the post Malone conversation. Are you serious? Yeah, and like, and how we disagreed, and we had a really good deep discussion about why we disagreed on it, and we we ended the conversation disagreeing, which is cool. Didn't someone ask you if you were still okay, like as friends, <laughs> after that episode? Yeah, yeah, but the most, the most important. We're not part, update. We're not. We're, we actually are not. The most important part is that I still haven't found anybody that sides with cat. <laughs> that topic. Wow. Well, I mean, 
they're also you're the the one asking, so it's like I haven't no no. I mean even the people I don't ask, I'm just saying. But um yeah, so number twenty seven. Number twenty seven is Wilson not making fun of me on this on this podcast. I'm just kidding. The number twenty seven is playing the curb theme song after awkward situations. And sometimes you know you're not actually we have the luxury of having a podcast and we can actually like place it into the track. Um, but sometimes even when I can't do that, I'll like apply it in my head and I'll laugh. Right, right. right. <laughs> Listen, Curb, your enthusiasm is crazy that it's been so many years since it originally aired and the theme song is still applied. Exactly, exactly. Um, there's like a commercial with the Curb theme song and it's, it's weird. It's like, do they know how this has been used before? Like, why would you... Why would you intentionally do that? Here's a fun fact that I didn't know. Um, Larry David actually uh, appeared on um, this Disney Channel show a couple of years ago, or like six what? years ago. Yes. Which, which TV show? Um, it, it might be Nickelodeon, one of them, but it's like Victoria Justice or something like that. Oh, really? That's yeah. where Ariana Grande came from, I think. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that was Nickelodeon or Disney Channel, but um, yeah, he was there um, with his real life daughter on the show as well. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number 26, Jersey Shore is coming back, and just Jersey Shore in general. <laughs> Those of you that don't know, Kat and I are big Jersey Shore fans. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't watch it when it was like, I, I mean, I kind of watched it when it was actually playing the original episodes, but I didn't really understand the magic until recently. And then at the same time, like coincidentally, Wilson was also rewatching them. Yeah. And, and so it like, it spawned like this simultaneous like obsession. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I've, I'm me being from Jersey, right? I actually know people like this. Like, I was friends with people. I dated girls like Sam. Really? <laughs> Sam is the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet? Yes. Yes, I dated girls like her. It's incredible. Shout out to Melissa. But, oh. um, <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, it's, um, it reminds me a lot of home. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I, I can relate a lot to situations. That happens, that happens on that show. Yeah, it's just so many classic moments. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have to include some here. But um, so, number 25, the fact that vines are still relevant. And I will fight anyone who disagrees with that. <laughs> yeah, Kat lives off of vines. It's incredible. I do. What's your favorite vine, Wilson? Oh man, that that guy, he who resurfaced actually this weekend on Twitter, but the guy that like he sings, and he sings really good, but he sings really really funny stuff, and it was a uh, let me suck your titties, baby. Let me suck your titties, baby. <laughs> he just kept singing that. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, I can't. Okay, so I have a couple favorites, and I'm just going to quickly describe them because it's not the same as watching them. But one of them is um, that little girl who's, like, in the store with her mom, and she's like, 
They're just going around. And she goes, Mom, my nuts! Get my nuts! That's a good one. <laughs> and then another one where um this girl's like passed out on the couch and someone pours a water water from a water bottle onto her face and she wakes up and she's like, Hello? <laughs> Okay, that's our favorites. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, and if you want links to those videos and to maybe a whole compilation, just let me know and I'll send it to you so you understand what these references are. Cat has them bookmarked. <laughs> yes. Um, number 24, when you and your friend hate the same stuff. Yeah, you know, we have a, a distinct dislike from Taylor Swift. Yep, that brought us closer together. We, um, we also don't like um, President um, Orange Peel. Yep. We, um, there. I it really hate really does bring people together. You know, um, as long as you're hating the right stuff, um, it's something that you can really bond, bond with other people. You know. You yeah, know for mean. sure. So, um, twenty three is kind of uh, related, but when your friend has the same unpopular opinion as you. That's a big one because yeah. you know you have to like seek refuge in others and people who understand you and like your opinions and um when you find that person that like oh my god like i thought i was the only one um it's it's truly magical facts facts um and number 22 that moment when you realize you are hooked on a tv show so yeah so it's happened to me quite a bit of times like this past year, I'm not gonna front. You've been watching a lot of TV. Yeah, like I got, I got hooked on. All right, just in the past couple months, right? I got hooked on Love. Highly recommend that to people. Like you just gotta get, you gotta sit past the introduction. But it's, it's a really good show. Um, uh, let's see, I got hooked on, um, damn, Gotham. That's another one. Really good, really good show. What about you, Kat? Um, well, I specifically remember realizing that I like I was getting addicted to a TV show as it was happening when I was watching Mr. Robot. Yeah, I remember you trashed it at first. I did, I did at first. I thought it was like super like trying too hard, but I didn't understand. As a matter it. of fact, I think on the podcast, like I talked about Mr. Robot. You were like, you watch that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't get it. Okay, so like, it was really noticeable that I felt like I was getting addicted to it because I had been so against watching it for so long, and then as I was like getting addicted, I was like, oh my god, it's happening! It's happening! I'm gonna have to watch this every day. So um, I love it when it happens, though, because that's when like that the show is really getting good. Um, twenty one. When you successfully shoot your shot. Oh yeah. Listen, all right, so actually, Cam, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you give an example of what you mean by that first before I give my example. <laughs> when I decided to say hi to Dante Bosco. <laughs> that was an incredible moment. That's, that's, I told you, that's like top three moments of our friendship. Aww. When, yeah. I how awkward it was, too. Yeah, but you know, he was nice to me back, and so it was successful. Yeah, see, I'm thinking successfully shooting your shot it's completely different, but like I'm a married woman, Wilson. Right, of course. Yeah, I, that's why I said you should go first. I didn't expect you to have the same response on there. Right, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean when you when you pull up from three, 
on Twitter. You shoot your shots to the DMs. You know what I mean? It's, that's all you need. <laughs> Whatever that means. Okay. And then <laughs> number 20, number 20, lobster tail tootsies. All right. Listen, Kat hasn't experienced it yet. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure it's good. It's coming in the next, what, six weeks? Yeah. You, you, you will be having it then. Um, it's 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 an experience that I do recommend for people. If you're visiting to Miami, make sure you visit and get some lobster tail. At Tootsie's. Yes. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't want to partake in the actual activities of what goes on indoors, just take it to go. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, does Tootsie's have any other good food besides lobster tail? Have you wings? Wings. Okay. Also, I feel like I want to need to get the full experience, so we'll just do it there. Because I don't know if I want lobster tail to go, but okay. You, you, you're gonna want the full experience. It's important. Okay. Um, number nineteen. When you find out your favorite celebrities are into the same nerdy stuff, are you talking about um? What's his face? Uh, from Black Panther, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Well, him too. I wasn't just referring to him. Michael He's B. Not, Jordan. I want to consider him as like a favorite of mine. I mean, he's cool. True. You're talking about Drake. I was. <laughs> That's what I, I should have. And you know what? Like, like uh, Kanye. Kanye is a big anime fan. Like he, super big into Akira and. Um, is that why he's? He has taken this persona called Kung Fu Kenny. That's Kendrick. Who are you talking about? The Kanye. Oh shit! I got my K's messed up. <laughs> so Kanye. Oh, is that how Kim Kardashian started watching anime? She he probably got her into it, yeah. But like, um, you know, the, the stronger video was based off of the Akira. Um, he he's into Devil May Cry Baby and. Some other old um, 80s um, anime, but yeah, no, Drake being into Fortnite is really relatable, you know what I mean? True, and he like actually played it, he doesn't just talk about playing it, he actually, no, he's actually really good at it too. <laughs> but um, I mean, Drake, Drake playing Fortnite brought the stocks up, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, what, fun fact, you talking to me about it, yeah, fun fact apparently, um, on Pornhub, uh, searches for Fortnite. On Pornhub, went up over eight hundred percent after Drake played on Fortnite. That's, in, that's incredible. Uh, so good job, Drake. You have such great influence on Pornhub searches. Um, that's crazy. But okay, uh, number eighteen. Oh, and also for me, um, my favorite celebrities being into the same nerdy stuff. Uh, this is like I don't know if this counts actually, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Um, Rihanna's best friend would do this thing where she would like pretend like she's taking a selfie with with rihanna but she'd actually be taking a video i'm like man i do that 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 counts that counts <laughs> that's like such a normal thing and i love it okay number seven number 18 when you're listening to music and it plays good songs back to back very rare but when it happens it feels good especially when it's on the radio and you're not control like you had no control over the playlist or anything like that it's totally random mm -hmm. yeah, magic um, number 17, when you wake up and your phone is at 100%, meaning you remember to charge it before going to bed. I definitely didn't remember that this weekend. It's okay. Just think about the times that you did. Yeah. But positivity, man. Positivity. 
Um, 16 curly fries, duh. Being Yeah, and I mean, across the street from Arby's, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know if that is what is on the list. Living across from Arby's, but the curly fries, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, number 15, diversity in movies and TV shows, especially what we've been seeing lately. Yeah, lately, like, it's just been a, a good trend of not just good content, but good acting as well. You know what I mean? Just in mm -hmm. general, um, overall, it's been everybody just stepping it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, these, like, really good diverse actors have been out, have been around. they just now getting the attention that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, number 14, Defending Kanye. <laughs> It's like my job. You know what I mean? Like basically. Yeah. I see I see somebody talking real reckless about him. I gotta, I gotta get in there real quick. Shut him down. Yeah. You know, there's this meme and it's like this person bowling and the person it says like it says me. So you're the bowler. And he's about to like he has a bowling ball in his hand. He's reaching back. And the bowling ball is um defending Kanye and explaining how he's really not that bad of a guy and all the pins are all the people at the party. That's funny. I'm like, I'm like wow, yes, exactly. That, that is so me. Number 13, Alexa. Yeah, it's it, Alexa is important to me. It's literally part of my everyday life. Like I wake up to Alexa. Wow. <laughs> no facts. My life. Um, I like being able to ask what the weather is like because without her conveniently there i will just guess what the weather is like and then wear the most in like i don't wear the right clothing and i'm cold all day or i'm really hot all day so <laughs> thanks Alexa. and um uh you can also play um jeopardy so that's pretty cool <laughs> number 12 thick rihanna yes very important honestly very important. i was like okay she, she bless us all she bless us all she um i'm gonna get kind of um heart to heart right now so during her grammy's performance she had like she could it was clearly like thicker than she we've seen her before and like but she was wearing this dress this like spaghetti strap dress and like you can tell like her like her arm area and her like chestal area was kind of chunky and so there's like a fold like a kind of a thing you know that's what happens like when you're like bigger or whatever anyways i have like I was, when I saw that, I was like, damn, like, finally seeing that on, like, on TV, that's crazy. And I just, I was just, I felt very touched by that moment. Because she was, like, you know, working it, and she was, like, proud, and, like, she didn't care. So, yeah, I have a lot of respect for Thinkria. You, you know, when, when you said you were about to have a heart-to-heart, -heart, like, I thought that this was actually going to be something, like, a little more serious than you were going to say. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not going into it because, like, I couldn't. Oh, I got you. I got you. All right. Look, I cried. I got you. I okay. You, you cried? Are you... All right. So, see, this is why I didn't get into it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Thank you, Thick Rihanna. Very thankful for that. Number 11. Wow. When, so... <laughs> when someone actually listens to the songs that you send them. Yeah, facts. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I remember, um, was it? Yeah, you put me on to post animal. Yeah, I did. Cause you said that you liked um uh you like Tame and Paula. And like they're not as there's not Tame and Paula, but they're like pretty similar. Yeah, they're pretty um, good. And I remember you sent me some stuff and I checked it out. Um okay. and actually Post Animal's also in the Wild Palooza lineup, by the way. But um Oh really? 
Yeah. Wow, good for them. Um, uh, you told me about Sabrina, Claudia. Yeah. Baby. And a bunch of other people. Like, I didn't really listen to, like, 21 Savage or, um, I mean, I yeah, did, but, see, like. That's another thing. Our playlists, like, help us introduce yeah. more music to each other. Yeah. Oh. So, and everyone out there, like, BF Anna, always sending me stuff. I appreciate it because that means you know you want you have people that you want to like share the stuff that you really enjoy with. So I, I take it as, um, I, I take it as like a token of friendship. You know what I mean? So right. um, ten Mario Kart, gonna play it. It's fun. I actually understand it now, and I know that you have to like, you know, I know what you got to do to be a winner. Yeah, honestly, like if it wasn't for Mario Kart, there would be no officially legit. Oh, it's okay. a fact, though. It's, it's really is what happened. I saw how bad you were at, the, at Mario Kart, and I figured, you know, <laughs> gotta do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, number nine, I need one of these now. A mimosa. Yeah, the greatest, the greatest part of brunch, the greatest part of brunch. Mm, I could eat. I mean, it's like it's actually like almost midnight right now. But I would, I would take a mimosa right now. But um, number eight, unintended puns when they just come this out. Is all cat. This is all cat. She's, she's the queen. She is a queen of puns. Um, I am, and <sighs> you enjoy them. So number seven, when a famous person <laughs> likes your post. And I get I excited remember, about this. Yeah, I remember Kat, Kat so I don't remember who it was that liked your post. But you, you, you like, screenshotted it and sent it to me. Like, oh, my God, what do I do? Do I follow them or something? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know who that was because that could have probably happened multiple times. But it's just cool. It's like, well, they like, I'm trying to make no, that it happen. Is, it is. I'm trying to make that happen with Haley Kyoko. Like, I'm so determined to become, like, best friends with her. Hey, have stop ever- scratching the carpet. Sorry. Did you ever tweet her? I did twice. So, right. but my game plan, well, my game plan at this point is to um, actually like do like an illustration of her or like do a lettering of her songs so that I feel like that's probably more likely because she has a de- an album debuting like next week. So it's, I'm gonna time it. I'm gonna time it appropriately. Oh, <laughs> and, I remember. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, and Haley Kyoko is is in Miami right now, and I asked wilson to find her and what did i say <laughs> and then wilson was like i was like can you please define her and tell her to be my friend and then wilson's like damn she's fine i might have to be her friend first i'm like fuck wilson don't get distracted <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i remember um for me uh chris jericho the wrestler um he liked one of my posts and that was the only time that i got happy that the celebrity liked my posts that's a pretty big deal. I kind of I am familiar with that name, so that must mean he's really big. He is a legend. Um, number six, Rolling Loud. I mean, this this is kind of like an obvious one. You know, it was gonna be appear on the list somewhere, but it's the biggest hip hop festival in the world. It's got to be there. And I'm so excited to finally attend. That also brought us together. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I supposed to say something about the the I thought you were going to awe or something. No, I don't awe. <laughs> I don't, Fine. 
Of fine. course. That's what I'll say. Of, co- of course. Um, number five, our playlists. Um, they post, including our listener requested ones. By the way, we need a new listener requested playlist. So please send us your specific um, requests for playlists. <laughs> I feel like I said the same thing like two, a bunch of different times. But um, yeah, being able to curate songs for people to listen to like our recommendations but also like finding out new music through that way it's great yeah it's, honestly i have fun have fun doing it and i'm pretty quick at it too and i feel like we do we we do a good job selecting the right songs and shit me too it's it's a vibe um number four grilled cheese obviously yes yeah it's important it's important if you nope. can't make a good grilled cheese you shouldn't be making food period Exactly. Number three, seeing a meme first and then feeling superior when someone tries to send it to you. All right. So Kat is like the worst at this. Well, I say the worst, I mean the best. Because like I'll send her something. I'll send her something. And immediately, <laughs> she, oh, I, I already seen this. Or man, I saw this earlier. Like, okay. <laughs> you, you couldn't just like. Like oh, this is funny. Like she'll send me stuff, and I had already seen it, or I already retweeted it, right? And I, I just won't say anything. I'll I'll just be like lol or whatever, right? But no, she has to let me know. She has to let me know that she already saw it. But whenever that happens to you, does don't you feel like damn? I am like king of the internet. I am so I'm just so in touch with what's currently happening. You know what it is? It's because. Cat just got a Twitter like a year ago. So before <laughs> exactly that, that's exactly what it is. Before that, Matt Matt probably was on top of his game with memes and shit, and now she feels like she got an upper hand, or at least is even to where Matt is on the meme level. Wow, that's exact. That's exactly what. <laughs> that's exactly what it has been like. Yeah, and that's so. I feel like maybe that's why I'm a little bit like. I'm kind of cold when it comes to that because I had to experience a lot of seeing that, saw it. Yeah, I already saw that. So now I'm just kind of jaded. So right, right, right. right. Be careful if you're gonna send me a meme. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll send some. I'll send some laughing emojis. I guess from now on. <laughs> um, number two, respecting women. All right, it's, it's literally the most important thing. It's only number two because number one trumps it in this situation, but. If you don't, like, you really shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyways. You're not welcome. Exactly. And number one is our listeners. You guys. Honestly, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. I had something else in mind for number one. I was going to say us. But but Kat brought it to my attention that we should, you know, make you guys our number one. And she's kind of right. We wouldn't have... We wouldn't have a podcast if we didn't have listeners. Right. We definitely would not make it into 30 episodes if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. And so to show our um, gratitude, we're going to leave you with this cringe moment. <laughs> so <laughs> to really, you know, everyone likes to feel cringy after a bunch of positive statements. But um, should we go into it? Yeah, let's get into it. It's pretty bad. Okay. So um, just a little background information. Um, Lindsay Lohan is now the, the 
celebrity spokesperson for Lawyer.com. And here's the commercial. When Lawyer.com first reached out to me, um, I was confused and a little scared because I thought I was in trouble. (laughs) But when they asked me to be their spokesperson, I was intrigued. After meeting with the team, I realized Lawyer.com is just about helping people. From getting a DUI, let's not pretend like I didn't get one, (laughs) or two, or three, or some others. It's so simple, and it's free. All you have to do is go online or give us a call. So let's get started, because at Lawyer.com, we're always here for you. (laughs) Wow, that was was bad. That was, it's, it's so ironic. It's so ironic. Yeah, like, okay. Part of me was like, good on her for trying to like get in on the joke and show that like she's aware. But mm-hmm. did she really have to like mention how many DUIs she got? <laughs> yeah, no, she definitely did it. Nope. By the way, there was a little like a little ding sound at the end, and that was her winking at the camera because you know, get it. <laughs> She yeah. needed lawyers, a lot of lawyers in the past. I hope she gets it together. Do you think? Do you see her getting shit together? Honestly, like I, I thought she already did. I thought that like she, she's, she's been sober for a while now, right? Is, isn't that what it, what it is? It's just that like nobody's giving her a job because she kind of blacklisted herself. Except you for lawyers. Lawyers. dot com. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember I saw her in. I think it was Machete. It was like Machete too, and. Oh. And like she played like this weird, awkward scene, like where she was like, it was just an awkward scene. She was like a nun, but at the like at the same time she was like a stripper or something. I don't know, some weird mm-hmm. shit. Makes sense. But yeah, like I just remember that was the only time I've seen her like in a movie or on TV. Period for like the like the past like ten years. You know what I mean? But I know yeah. that she, she she's been she's been clean for a while now. It's just that she's not getting job any work anywhere. But shout out to her. She's now working somewhere. <laughs> Lawyers.com. I didn't even know Lawyers.com was a thing. I guess it is. You know, providing advice or providing um, lawyer uh, solutions. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should watch the commercial again. Yeah, right. I don't. Um, the, uh, the, the thing is that maybe she's going to bring a clout now. Maybe Lawyers.com is going to be popping. Maybe. We'll see. Probably more than it has now. Yeah. Oh, so that was our that was a cringe moment. Thanks, Lizzie Lohan. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for Freaky Friday. Also, that was a good movie. Did you see the the Little Dicky and Chris Brown video? No, I haven't. It's so good. It's inspired by Freaky Friday. It's actually so good. I would you got to check it out. He's telling me he's repeating how good it is because I like involuntarily made like a grossed out face. <laughs> Yeah, because so because it involves Chris Brown and you feel like you should make that face, but I I think it's really good. You should watch it. All right, I'll watch it. So, anyways, now I just want to watch Freaky Friday. But um, yeah, that was um. <laughs> hey, wait, we have a new playlist out that we just posted we about last Friday. We do. It's a really good playlist. Agreed. Um, and as I said before, we are taking a new listener requested playlist. So please send us your suggestions. Um, yeah. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on Spotify and Apple Music so that you can stay updated every time we update the playlist. And while you're also, you know, if you want to hit more buttons, you should rate us 
iTunes and SoundCloud because it helps us with visibility. Facts, facts. And um, also, you know, um, <clears throat> going back to the playlist, uh, on top of uh, helping us with playlist ideas, also, if you have any requests that you want to add, you know, just let us know. Mm, to our regular playlist, yes. Yep, but um, you already know. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at 2 official to legit. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Catlin Design. And follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram for your daily savagery and all that jazz at WZ Happening. See you next week. All right, see you guys.